0: You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the unbiased takes. Today, the guys recap a weekend of basketball as the first round of the NBA playoffs come to a close. However, the NFL draft is coming, and we got our own mock drafts ready. Find out what they do before the picks
1: are in now. All right, Jalen. So good to be back here with you on a Tuesday night, April twenty sixth. Just uh, had a little back and forth going there. So a lot going on, busy time. Uh, how are you doing this this evening?
0: Oh man, I'm doing great. Got the Wolves game on, up by two and a close one against the Grizzlies. Great basketball. Got the draft coming up. Uh, just sports. Just really turning it up a notch again, man. And it's awesome.
1: Pirates are currently losing 10-4 to four to the Brewer. But, okay, but the Pirates are 8-8 eight and eight also. If we want to talk about great sports news. Um, so yeah. There's still a little way to go. Rockies Five are in the
0: 10-win ten te- ten hunt. We're in one of the 10-win ten te- ten teams.
1: A pretty good start early to the baseball season.
0: As always for the Rockies, though. <laughs> I was about to say, usually once we hit 10, it's where we fall apart. That's, That's what cool. I'm concerned about. But I'm happens. watching them. I'm watching them. Right now we're playing those fills, so John's been quiet.
1: <laughs> That's what you like to hear. But yeah, so I guess we can just kind of wrap up with the NBA playoffs. So obviously the big thing. Um, I mean, I'll start by eating my crow. I was very, uh, very wrong on the Nets, so I'll give you that one. You were right. The Nets got swept. I don't think either of us saw a sweep coming, but you, you were on the Celtics, uh, and I was not. So I'll give you your due on that one. Uh, yeah, that that whole thing kind of just melted down and the Nets just really they kind of just gave I mean they just couldn't overcome Boston's defense like what do you make of that whole situation and Nets meltdown in the Celtics so yeah
0: and that's meltdown man that's a perfect word to describe it that's what happened you know um yeah Jason Tatum though and Jalen Brown really stepping up so I really do think when credits do we got to give it to them um yeah, Tatum. I was about to say, Tatum. Jason Tatum really showed his defensive like colors to this series when he uh, they showed Kevin Durant's stats. He really locked him up every time he was in those matchups. Yeah, it, um,
1: it, happened.
0: Yeah, it was it was impressive. Yeah. It was a great defensive showing from from uh, Boston right now. it was honestly it was kind of scary, and it got me excited because it really gave me hope that if we get a Boston Miami series, I feel like that's just gonna be like one of the most. Low scoring series, but it's gonna be so fun to watch. Yeah, I feel like, in my opinion, like I just feel like it'll just be so defensive and physical.
1: Yeah, the Eastern Conference second round has the potential to be amazing. Uh, like Heat Sixers, Celtics Bucks. I wish I feel like the Celtics have a pretty good chance now to beat the Bucks because of no Middleton, but I don't know, Giannis, like. Everyone else been stepping up now. They've ran the Bulls out the gym. Uh, I guess we can go into that one. The Bull- Bucks. we can speed through some of these. The Bucks are up 3-1. So we said on here, I, get, I think it was the last time we were talking, it was 1-1, and Chris Middleton had just gotten injured, right? And so we were like, oh, they might be uh, they might be in some trouble. That nah, turns out they're not. They absolutely destroyed the Bulls' book games in Chicago. Grayson Allen playing like an all-star. So I don't know. The Bucks do just kind of.
0: Yeah, Grayson I mean, Allen knows so when questioned. to show up and when to be hated at the right time, man. I tell you what, Chris Milton goes down, and Grayson Allen, ahead of no one no one wanted him to step up, but he did. <laughs> um, got to give him credit. I mean, it's again, you got to give him credit when it's due. As I see Cat throw another fit over a call. Um, dude, it's just so – sometimes it's just so hard to watch. <laughs> but, um, yeah, back to the Bulls and Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Bulls I just you can't you had your opportunity that's all I can really say yeah. it's like your team yeah, yeah. was finally evened out when it came to injuries and like your injury excuse efficient like I said this last time on the playoffs your injury excuse was already out the window the first time now it was been out you know since Chris Middleton's been down and you lost both those games so I mean DeMar has been playing great though I mean I was about to say we gotta give DeMar he's been stepping up but
1: not nah. oh, for the Bulls they're different phases this is the first time the Bulls have been in the playoffs in like five years. The Bucks just won the championship, so like obviously the Bucks are much farther. Like this is still yeah. a great year for the Bulls.
0: This was a great Despite yeah. How bad they got. Great year. This to... was a
1: humbling hum very humbling. But but yeah like. Like you said, the Bucs not not just beat the Bulls. Like, they – not just did the Bulls miss their opportunity to win two games at home when they didn't have Middleton. Like, they ran them out of the gym twice. Like, it was not close either game. It
0: was ugly. Yeah.
1: So, like – and I think last thing say on this, like, I don't know if this is exactly news at this point, but, like, I think it's pretty much at this point now, I would say, undisputable that Giannis is the best player on the planet. Like, I really don't think – I think the gap is growing at this point. It was like that person everyone always says was KD. Like, yeah,
0: it was KD. It supposed to be the next one up. Clearly,
1: like, KD is amazing, obviously, but clearly at this stage in his career, Giannis is, is the guy. He's yeah. the best player in the world. I don't think a, you can really make an argument for anyone else.
0: There's no argument on my side. You know, I was saying Giannis was my favorite at the beginning until I talked myself into the heat. So, that's why we, I'm still going to say Heat all the way, but Giannis is still my best player in the league right now. Yes.
1: Well, let's, uh, let's segue. That's a good segue there. Let's I feel like this will be probably the quickest one. Let's talk about the heat. Uh, they're up three, one on the Hawks and they're up by 13 points in the late third quarter right now. So that one's just about over. Uh, I think we both kind of expected that. So I don't think that's uh, one we need to spend too much time on the heater. Obviously just much better.
0: Yeah, I was about to say the only thing I can say is from for the Hawks to go from Eastern Conference Finals to first round gentlemen's sweep really is a down step of a year, especially play in tournament too. The fact and that you had that in nice. too, It's been a it's an off year for the that was a weird, it's a bad off year for the Hawks. Um that's all I can say.
1: They really just have like they have talk about like twos. We were talking about ones, one or two earlier. They have no two, like at all. They yeah. So I don't know where they, they feel go like
0: it no there. more. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah and then so i guess we'll finish with the other eastern series that went from like the least interesting when we last talked to now it's kind of interesting and that's that the raptors have won the last two games including game five in philly to make it three to two with the sixers and people are all starting to be like uh we even said we did say on what day was it thursday or whatever we recorded last we did say doc river's if there anyone could blow a 3-0 lead. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you, that was that was a take that we had. We first initially said the Raptors are gonna be a scrappy two wins, but if those two wins will come, it's gonna be during that 3-1 blowaway. So here we go again. This that is just, <laughs> like and I I don't want to ride the room, like you know, ride the trend, but if it the series gets tied and sent to Philly, oh my goodness, the amount of pressure. On the Sixers at that point is going to be absurd. Like I, the series got out of hand. Like it should have been over by now. It Should have been over last night. But
1: I still feel, yeah, I still feel like Philly. At the end of the day, they're probably not going to be the first team ever blow a three lead. But I don't know, man. Game six in Toronto is going to be a zoo. And like you said, all the literally all of the pressure is on Philly. Like Toronto yeah. has no pressure. Like they're just happy to even be here. Like, they're playing with house money. No one expects them to win. No, they're, I mean, they're a rebuild. And, like, they're, like, I like how you fight. say
0: that they're a rebuild, but they got still so many of those pieces. They still got Siakam Van Fleet. And now Scotty Barnes has just turned into the, the,
1: the perfect rebuild
0: piece. That. I guess, I guess he helps that rebuild that you're talking about, though. So I do understand that because they did lose Ibaka, but in all the bigger last pieces.
1: Year. Huh? I didn't even make a play in tournament last yeah. year. Huh? Did they? Oh, they, were, they had the fourth pick. They I mean, were off. I mean, they moved up in the lottery. That's how they but got yeah, Scotty no, Barnes.
0: But right. not, like I said, no, no, no. he's one year of a rebuild, dude. That's all. That's what I'm saying. I think it was just a one-year deal, rebuild. It's not as long as you yeah. think it was.
1: No, you're right. So that would be interesting. I still feel like the Sixers are going to win, just because, and Harden is like clearly way past his prime at this point. Uh, he's not what he used to be. still a good player, but Embiid, at the end of the day, I think it's just too dominant. Like, there's no way he's going out first round.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I, I still stick, stand by my 76ers take of them coming out of this series. I do think um, we saw Embiid drill that dagger in Toronto. Uh, I really believe that we can probably get another one out of him, personally. I think he'll get – I think he could deliver one more, or maybe this will be the – James Harden step-up game that we've been waiting for, you know, that breakout game in the playoffs for the Sixers, that is. So. You
1: know, so we'll see what happens there. But, man, game six Toronto going to be a zoo, and if the Raptors win that one, like you said, it that would be insane. But yeah.
0: Jurassic Park well. will be roaring.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I feel like, okay, as we segue now to the West, uh, the Western series are mostly more interesting, I would say, except for the Nuggets – the Duggets did steal one, so Jokic had to have, like, a historic – Jokic had to have, like, 37, 8, and 6, and they won. They barely won, by the way, because the only reason right. they even had a chance because the other guys hit shots. Monte Morris had the best game of his life, and they still barely won. He hit, he, he like, six or seven threes. And, like, Golden – I'm just sitting there watching. It's, like, the perfect description of the Warriors – Being a fan of, like, playing against the Warriors, you'll see if the Timberwolves get it to the next round. It's just, like, the Nuggets were playing so well. Like, the best they've played all series. They were up the whole game, and at no point for the entire – they're up, like, at one point, like, 10, 15 points. Like, at no point does it feel – because you think it's going well, and then three straight possessions, it's just like, oh, Clay Thompson three. Oh, Steph Curry three. Oh, another Clay Thompson three. It's just like, doom, doom, doom. And in, like, two minutes, the lead is erased. It went down to the wire. The Nuggets outplayed them by, like, a mile the whole game. The Nuggets played, like, a a nearly fl- – like, they were playing so well on offense. And they still barely won just because they cannot guard Golden State on the perimeter. And they're just shooters. It's brutal. So, I was glad they got the one. Jokic has his dignity that he won't be a, a two-time MVP getting swept in the first round, even though he's playing with the G League squad out there. Uh, not Not really. I shouldn't say that. But a bad team he took Jokic off that team, they'd be very
0: bad. So I was about to say, yeah, he's not an MVP that got swept in the first round like KD or Kyrie. So uh, he avoided that. That is true. I uh, would like to add on to that the point that we made on how the Nuggets will win was how that that Jokic would have to almost put up a forty point triple double, and he almost did. Which <laughs> also adds on to what you were saying that yeah, you guys played out of your minds, and it was barely. You know tooth and nail because of those three pointers. And I honestly I I feel like I'm pre- I feel like I futurely if the nug if the wolves really come out of this series, I can already tell there's gonna be that moment where we're gonna be down like probably eight points already. And it's just gonna be that Mike Bream bang. And I'm just gonna feel that in my soul and it's just like I, I could just see it on your face right now like you felt it so many times already.
1: When that was really what made it, it was like, cause I feel like clay hasn't really like gotten back to like old clay yet. And then that game, he was just cashing. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> they might win the championship. Again.
0: <laughs> I can see why you got nightmares and thought they were Western yeah, conference you know, finals you know,
1: down. Raymond, It's just like, they've all been hurt all this time. And now, oh, all of a sudden, oh, look, we're all, we're all fine. We're all back to our, to our old ways. Um, so I don't know. Okay, so anything else you want to say about that? I know I kind of took most of the nah dude. That
0: talk. was that was very well spoken by you, bro. Uh all I could say is like you said, they have fresh legs and the transition into that. Speaking of fresh legs, we got Zion on the r- rumor mill still on the Pelicans Suns. That's a good series. They're tied up, aren't they?
1: Yeah, don't wrong that one. Yeah, no, it's tied up. Obviously, we didn't see Booker getting hurt, but still, like I thought even without Booker, the Suns would be able to put them away like they're in some trouble the pelicans are feisty man they're an exciting young team they're giving the disrespect to chris paul they got a lot of young guys, and it just goes to show like that's why if zion like forces his way out of the pelicans in like a year like obviously everyone thinks that's gonna happen i i would be that is a bad look for zion to me because i get ad totally get it like they failed to build around ad if you put zion out there on this pelicans team that's like – I mean, I don't want to be dramatic. That's like a top, top-tier team in the West. That's like top – like, if you told me next year Zion comes back and is fully healthy, which probably would never happen, but, like, if <laughs> Zion came back, is 100%. You've seen how good he has been when he plays. Like, that team could win the West. Like, Brandon Ingram is, is nasty.
0: I would say that they would definitely be better. That They would win- be the- – let's just list off the current teams in the bottom slot of the playoffs. They would be better than the eight seed right now. Well, they are the eight seed, but they would be better than themselves because they have Zion. Right. They would be better than the Wolves. Yep. I would personally think because Zion would make Cat, who's already having troubles, when not without Steven Adams on the court. You know, throwing like some a Perfect
1: fit for Zion too because he's like all perimeter, like yeah, offensively. That's. I mean, if Zion is healthy, that's as good an offensive duo as there is in the league. Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't think we got the big men to really keep up with that. Anyway,
1: sorry.
0: Yeah, you're good. Um, So, let's see. After that, who's the sixth seed right now? You guys? Yeah, I was about to say, would you put a healthy you guys – well, we're saying a healthy Zion right now over – your current Nuggets. Yeah, so i put that over you guys. So over oh, if you guys had your pieces, I was, was going to say, if a healthy one Nuggets, one. we wouldn't even be talking about the series being almost over right now, in my opinion.
1: They, but, well, if they were healthy, they would be playing, like, you guys are the Pelicans and not the Warriors.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't know. You'd probably be playing the Mavs or Jazz. I think you'd be – you'd probably be a little bit higher than when you are.
1: i have been the Jazz. <laughs>
0: you'd probably be aware of the jazz, you'd probably be the four seed. That's probably where I, I anyways. Know.
1: So, yeah, yeah, better than this current version of the Nuggets for sure.
0: Yeah, anyways, but yeah, they would beat this current Nuggets of the, for sure. So that would put them what against the Mavs and Jazz, right? No, I would
1: say they're better than both those teams. Yeah, those teams.
0: I was about to say, no, but maybe Rudy Gobert will put up a fight, maybe, but I feel like just with Brandon Ingram, that's just another big man presence that'll just overwhelm. So and
1: like- yeah,
0: I, I was about to say, yeah, they'll put them, like, with that team, they'll put them in, like, the top four in the West. Definitely a contender, like you said. But yeah. there's and no Zion have- right now. <laughs> we still don't have Zion.
1: No, they do not. But, yeah, so the Suns, they're the championship favorites of the eyes, I- or they were going into this. That's who I picked. They might be in some trouble. I still think they're ultimately going to win this series. I think there's no way that this team goes out first round. But it's proven to be a lot tougher than I thought it was going to be. So
0: yeah, I did call for two or one wins, but that was—I think I only called for one win, but that's about it. I did not expect—we did not project this, no. But no. great series now, great series indeed.
1: Yeah, so be interesting to see what happens there. Um, okay, so the other two in the West—I feel like we'll end with yours because that seems fitting. So the other one, Mavs, Jazz. I already said the last time I was on here that I was not confident in my Jazz pick. And so the Mavs are going to win. Luca came back and looked really good. They're up 3 2. The Jazz have hit their ceiling, man. We said a couple, I don't remember if it was one or two episodes ago, but like we were saying they got to trade Gobert and like blow, almost blow it up, but like keep Donovan Mitchell. So not fully blow it up because like they have him under contract. He's young. But yeah, the Jazz, they've hit their ceiling. The Mavs are better. Um, Dallas, I think, will get in six games now that Luca's back.
0: Yeah, uh, I was about to say, really driving in that Mavs take now, man. I'm really enjoying that one on you. That one helps out the record, too. But, uh, yeah, uh, Luca coming back, the Mavs, J- we did not expect, we did not, we didn't, I expected the Mavs to win, but I did not expect Jalen Brunson to do what he did. That, I think, is the main, main key thing to take away from that, is Jalen Brunson has finally shown up in the playoffs, like the, everyone has been stating, that he has been, since I didn't know this, that he's been injured every time they had a chance in the playoffs. So he has not played a playoff game until now, until this series. So um that's crazy. And then, yeah. And then now the fact that he went off and then you get Luca. They lost that first game with Luca, but you could tell that after what yesterday's game, they blew him out. They just ran them out of they ran him out of Dallas. So
1: man, like yeah, if. Now now you look at it, I mean, how things have changed, like, from when the playoffs started, like, and now the Mavs are going to win this series, and then you're either going to get the Suns maybe without Booker, I don't know if he'll be back or not, either with a Booker coming off an injury or no Booker, and or if the Pelicans shot the world, you'll get the eight-seed Pelicans. So, like, the Mavs all of a sudden, I mean, they could be in the conference finals.
0: Um, Yeah. I was going to say, if... If the eight seed Pelicans come up, I don't care if they. I think that's where Luca Magic is going to be a lot. To, it's going to be real fun to watch.
1: I don't think the Pelicans series. will come. That would be crazy <laughs> if they did. Because
0: I feel like that Luca Magic dude would be so fun to watch in that series. But I feel like I um, feel like we're both invested into the maps moving forward, and we're both invested into the idea of Luca Magic continuing. So, which I think right. will work out for everyone.
1: Yeah, I think so. So let's finish the NBA and then we'll talk a little NFL draft uh, to close things out. The Timberwolves are currently up. I don't know if I'm, what's the score of yours? I might be,
0: uh, I'm behind. I'm trying to load my game back up. That's what I was just working on right now. My game is just lagged out. So
1: look, the score is 70 to 62. The two Wolves are up, five to go in the third.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
1: Uh, good time. Good. And I think we did say at the beginning, that this would be the best series, and I would say that it's probably the most inter- been the most interesting series for sure.
0: Yeah, both um, teams stole a home game, which was pretty. That's what makes it fun too, you know.
1: Never know. Seawolves so might do it again. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you've seen what both of these teams are like. Flashes. I think they don't have crazy upsides. The West is going to be. I feel like the West was people think is down a little bit this year, but like it's going to keep getting better. Because all, all these teams are young, except for, like, the Jazz. I guess you wouldn't say the Nuggets are young. They're, like, in their prime. And the Gold Warriors, obviously. All the other top teams are young. Phoenix minus Chris Paul. Mavs are young. Pelicans. That's funny. T-Wolves, Grizzlies. So, but, yeah, I don't know. I think Ant has been really good. You just don't know what you're going to get out of Cat, but it seems like he's doing pretty good tonight. I mean, I'd be happy if I was you. I mean, the Timberwolves – They they could easily win the series. I think it's going to go seven, and it's going to go. It could go either way.
0: Um, I'm thinking if we win this game, it's. I'm thinking we can win it at home, which is in six, which a little one game earlier than my initial prediction, but only because of just the way that I just feel like it's going right now. Because the series just, from what I was watching and everything, dude, it's just like the offensive rebounding is just a key factor. And I feel like both when they're at home, it's just like you could tell right now, I think they just showed the graphic. They had like 10 offensive rebounds on us, but we're still somehow winning. But yes, can't miss that. All right. Anyways, my initial take, though, trying to ignore that. Um, Ant really is coming through the playoff dreams that the Timberwolves need that future piece. Um, we talked about this before the show Uh, you were saying now cat is going to be is no longer right now the one of this team Uh, i said that no this is cat's last run at being the number one of the team because i agree with you that this is going that ant is going to be a one but right now he's our two i i do agree that you said that delos are three now but that's crazy to think about though still how that that And actually we hit on this pick. Honestly, I'm so happy. That's that's what that's the feeling that I'm getting right now. It's just the feeling that we hit, you know, and it's just that we got this young core, great coach. It's just like and we got this entertaining series that just gives me hope for the future, too. It's just like we're giving the two seater run for their money. And I just love that.
1: Now, I'm glad to see Minnesota Timberwolves deserve it. I was going to see I'm going to test your real fandom here. Don't look it up. Don't cheat. Okay. And you might miss off immediately. When the, when was the last time the Timberwolves won a playoff series? Like for how electric it would be in Game Six if they win tonight.
0: The last time it was probably back in like 05.
1: Yeah, two thousand four. They were they went fifty eight and twenty four and lost in the Western Conference Finals.
0: Yeah, that was with KG last one last time. I'm pretty sure before he went to Boston. Yeah.
1: After that year, well, I think it was like one or two years before we went to Boston. but after that, they from 2005, they did not make the playoffs again until 2018. Like that, I'm just looking at this stretch of their records and like that is a brutal stretch. That's yeah, got to be one of the longest routes in the NBA.
0: Yeah, but we're, like you said though, we have we made that playoff series, but we didn't win it at all. So if we win this playoff series, yeah. that's the first time since 2004 that we've won a playoff series. It My sister like was born run. in 2004. <laughs> She's going to be 18 this year. <laughs> like, that's how long this drought has been.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, that's crazy. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm glad. I'm happy for the Timberwolves. So, yeah, NBA playoffs going to be interesting. We'll see how um, our predictions turn out as we get into the next round. I guess by the next time we do – or I guess, no, we're going to do a draft episode. So, first round won't be over. It'll be almost over by the next time we talk.
0: Yeah, the so, nuts might be eliminated next time we talk. We yeah, never know.
1: likely will be eliminated. I'll go maybe, ahead. And maybe, mine. maybe, man. Have some hope. Have some hope. Yeah. Be so, a fan. I, be a fan. <laughs> i hope for it. I mean, obviously, I was hype when the, I was going crazy when they won Sunday. Oh, yeah. But like at the end of the day, it's not really <laughs> still, still a very tall task. But um, so yeah. All right. So let's switch gears now and for our last little bit here talk a little NFL draft so you have made your mock draft I have one that I made a couple of days ago that I kind of don't like some of my picks as much now based on stuff I've heard but
0: your picks change so fast in two days
1: I'm just saying like based <laughs> on what I've heard from like the national media and stuff like I'm still confident like and this is like kind of how I would do it minus a few of these but so yeah we got dueling mock drafts here um so just First, before we do that, uh, so two days to go before draft day, what, what, are, you, what are you feeling? I mean, what, what are you thinking? Any, any big storylines or maybe what's, what's the biggest storyline, most intriguing thing you're interested to, uh, you're keeping an eye on ahead of the draft?
0: Uh, for me, I feel like from just from when we were talking and from when I was looking on PFF, you guys were so far from what you guys and what the PFF was showing is the truth behind that running backs aren't going to be projected that high. Um, You guys have heard of Christian last on our last episode. Um, He and him talked, we believe at least one running back will be drafted into the first round. We think so. We think one team will draft a running back just for, you know, we think just because they're already that well built, but um, yeah, that's my opinion. I'm looking out for running backs and the amount of quarterbacks because I feel like the media is just blowing up how much quarterbacks there's going to be taken and everything. They're trying to get it up and raise that number up. But at the same time, I feel like once again, I read into those mock drafts, a lot of them were in the second round, maybe so really trying to see what these teams are going to be going for this, uh, this first round, you know, whether how much I'm hoping for some skill, fun, skill position players. So we get some highlights, you know, some fun draft highlights, the, to watch because that's always my favorite part of the draft is like oh who is this dude you know and they show you know like big offensive linemen just pancaking dudes and just you know you're just sitting there and you're just like dang they're just these, everyone's getting a beast you think you know so that's that's my hype and love for the draft that's what so, I'm looking
1: Yeah out. yeah and that's one thing I think I'm going to be wrong about in this mock draft because from what people have been saying in like the last two days uh, since this week started is like people, the quarterbacks are not going to go in like the top 10. Like Again, Tom McShay said, and I don't know if this one, I still doubt this will end up being true. But Tom McShay said the other day on ESPN, he said that the Steelers will have their pick of the QBs at 20. He That's said, That's what
0: he, I was seeing too. He
1: doesn't think that one will go in the first 19th pick, which I don't see. Someone Malik Willis will go. I, I'm kind of thinking that none of the others have a well, chance to. But I
0: think that's what they're probably excluding is Malik Willis. <laughs> I feel like outside so, of him, you might have your pick.
1: If the Steelers can get Malik Willis without having to trade up, like that, uh, like that, that would be a dream come true for them because they love him. I think like they'll end up – and I don't even think they're going to have to give that much up to trade up to get him because – everyone's going to be looking to trade down and no one's looking to trade up real. So
0: I have one trade. I I just have a trade for my Vikings just because,
1: Oh, you made a trade. Okay. I don't have any trades.
0: Yeah. I have the Vikings trading back because I was just, I was looking at that list as well. And I was thinking, I was like, as I was doing my mock draft, I was like, I'm pretty sure this could happen. So so (laughs) we'll we'll see what's going on.
1: We can kind of just go through the mock draft. We don't have to go through every pick, but we can just kind of compare and, uh,
0: compare yes
1: and like uh just kind of talk about the teams a little bit so the teams that to me to me my most interesting storyline other than the quarterbacks obviously especially because i'm a steelers fan um is like all these teams that have two picks and especially like the jets the lions the giants these teams that have been bad like, what are <laughs> they going to do like this is a golden opportunity now you got two picks you've got to nail these picks um so like all these teams have multiple picks like the saints like that was such a weird trade. Like, what are they going to do with their two picks? Uh, like we said, we think tackle receiver. That's what I have them doing in mind. But I don't know. Like, it's going to be fascinating. So I'm going to share the screen real quick so I can just pull line up. Yeah. And then you kind of just compare with yours. Oh, you have to let me. Uh, if I can, it's fine. I Working just, on
0: it right now. Uh,
1: if I can, that's fine. But, yeah. Okay. So I'll start off, by preface since we're talking at the, taking the, talking about this at the top. And our consensus one we made with our boys uh, on Sunday and both of ours. Well, I don't know what you did, but from what I've heard, it really seems like the Jags are not going to pick Aiden Hutchinson, number one. Um, so people, everyone's saying now that it's going to be Trayvon Walker. And so, yeah, so here is my mock draft. I made this, I think, on Thursday or Friday of last week. Um, so yeah, I had Hutchison going one at the time. Kayvon Thibodeau two, which I still, I, I don't understand. Like I don't get like people are thinking now that like Trayvon Walker from Georgia is now the favorite to be the number one pick. Uh, he's the betting favorite now because that's Jacksonville's GM loves athleticism. I know we talked about that last time, but like I had him going seven in this mock draft, which he's realistically not. He might go number one. Probably will go in the top three for sure. But I just don't like it. I like Thibodeau. I'm one of the, almost everyone has him above Thibodeau now. Like I don't get that. I like Thibodeau better.
0: Uh yeah, I was about to say I got Thibodeau as my second as well, but I don't have the Lions getting him.
1: See, okay. So okay. all right, take take me through your take me through your uh... Top couple of picks here. All right. So in our my- top
0: five, we got two that are the same. We both agree Aiden will probably, uh, we both agree of Aiden being number one projected um, generally- and the team being picked up by the Texans. Those are the two that I, we both yeah, agree on.
1: I think on. that makes, that's what I, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, at number two, I got Sauce Gardner going to the Lions.
1: Ooh, I could, I could see that.
0: Mostly like- because, and uh, today it was because it was a good take that I heard today and everything from Colin. And it was, there's just so many wide receiver weapons that you're going to probably have to get and deal with. Cause you're going to have just, you have the Vikings and then you have Aaron Rodgers and everything. And he didn't I think he included the pet What's it called? The bears. But I mean, the bears aren't passing threat yet, in my opinion, but yeah, I was about to say, he said that. And I when I heard that, I was like, it's a good point, especially when you have the receiving core up in Minnesota and the one that The Packers are trying to potentially build, so the go ahead and defend that. That's what I was thinking. So that and still a high high quality item too. So and then and they whiffed on Jeff Takuda so because he's been hurt, not really playing. If Akuda comes back,
1: I was going to say it's still too early to say they like it looks bad. but I still think it's too early to look to say they whiffed on Akuda. I like obviously there were better players they could have gotten, but. Okuda so he had a struggle as a rookie I think like a lot of people have bad rookie year. you can come back corner, that. that's understandable and he, yeah and then he got hurt in his second year
0: so yeah. I mean
1: I don't know what it looked like but yeah I agree if you got him back and you I had them taking Daxon Hill at 32 because they do have a need in the secondary like if I was Detroit like and I think this is what they should do I don't know if they will or not but you got picked two 32 and then you have 34 the second pick in the second round i would go all three defensive players because their defense was so bad and like you mentioned like their offense has some pieces yeah like they they have a pretty good line for they're, they're the only team you at all these teams like picking at the top of the draft they all have bad offensive lines except the Lions. so the Lions are like in a unique spot because they don't really need a tackle i feel like they'll probably go edge at two at the end of the day just because i think teams value that so much but corner is also a high value position. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if they took Sauce soft start. I like that. I will say if like all the rumors are true, that the Jags are going to take Trayvon Walker at one or a Quanu, or it's one of these tackles at one and not Hutchinson. I think Hutchinson's Detroit,
0: definitely going that. Detroit
1: goes funny. from having yeah. like right now, I think Detroit is one of the most, who knows what they're going to do picks in the draft. If Hutchinson doesn't go number one, that's a sprint the card in pick. That's it five seconds on the clock
0: (laughs) i agree yeah that was about to say because aiden already playing at michigan too and everything that's just going to be a home run pick i agree love it so at four i have charles cross because since they didn't since the jets didn't get sauce gardner they went and got the lineman so that's what i did so
1: cross and makai beckton would be a nice uh tackle duo for zach wilson i like that charles cross gonna go high in this draft i i don't think he's gonna fall to nine like i have him here
0: and then I have at number five. That's where I have Thibodeau coming in. He'll be coming Ooh, in at number five. Okay. I have the Giants with competency on my on my list for this one.
1: No, or the no first belief.
0: pick. Will- remember, remember, first pick is always competent for the Giants. We'll see what happens on the seven.
1: All right. Okay. So I I can see that. I I don't think anything there is egregious. Um, I, I like that. I, I like. I- I could see Sauce Garner going, too. That'd be interesting. We both love Aquanu, the Texans. Like, I think the Giants, like, they, they have to get a lineman with one of these picks. I think um, they would do five just based on the board. But, I mean, if they love Thibodeau, like – and, like, you already had – you only had – you had two tackles off the board. So, yeah, I could see mm-hmm. – I could see it. So, what about six? So, I have Kenny Pickett going six because of the connections to Matt Rule and uh, the owner's from Pittsburgh. But from what I've heard now, people don't think the Panthers are going to take the quarterback. Like I said, they're interesting because they don't have a pick till the, the fourth round. Uh, Rich Eisen said on his show today, he was like reading it off when he was talking about the Panthers. Their next pick, they have picked six. Their next pick is 137. So they have 131 <laughs> picks after they pick at six before they pick again. So they better get it right. <laughs> F- so what F- do F- you good. have? What do you think the Panthers doing? Do you have them go QB or, or line tackle or something else?
0: I agree with you on this tick. I have them going QB. Um, I, I know in our group mock, I thought that – I previously thought that they were going to go with O make it more of a des, more desirable spot for, like, a Baker or Jimmy Garoppolo. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I just think, you know – you have to give someone else to run that offense, and give Matt Rule someone a reason for him. You know, to say, "Hey, I got my guy." So, I, however, don't have Kenny Pickett. I chose Malik Willis to go here because he is that type of guy that will. I think if he went in Matt Rule's offense, it'll be a very option running based offense. You know, because they have Christian McCaffrey, so I would expect a lot of option plays, almost like the Eagles were this year. That's what I would expect. So, you know how they were running a lot of Jalen Hurts out of the pocket option plays, but he was still mostly scrambling and throwing. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully they'll get Malik into that. But that's what I thought. So,
1: no, I I like that. I mean, I think Malik Willis is the QB one on pretty much everyone's board at this point. He definitely has the most upside. I just put Pickett because of the connection. But I think that's I can definitely see that. All right, so the Giants at seven. I had them going, tra- getting Trayvon Walker in this, which you, had, you haven't had Walker off the board either, have you?
0: No, sir. My walk- Walker is still on the board for me.
1: So, yeah, so neither of us are as high as Trayvon Walker on um, Trayvon Walker as a lot of people are. Yeah, he might be the first pick in the draft, and we'll look stupid. But, I mean, he's the favorite right now, which is crazy. But so what do you have the Giants doing at seven? Uh,
0: I have the Giants not getting Trayvon Walker. But I have them going at guard again, so I'm t- I'm pretty much saying build, build, build your offensive line, Um, and I'm just going to say copy and paste for the Giants again because this is what I think they're going to do. Zion Johnson,
1: I think it's
0: they're going to, yeah, I think they're just going to go ahead guard, and build, guard. build, build on that O line. Get yourself I, best guard available, and Zion Johnson,
1: twenty six. You have I like it. I like it. It's spicy. I don't think it will happen because teams don't value guard, I think, high enough. I, that's what I was starting to realize.
0: Know. Like, why do they not like we have Aaron Donald in this league and people aren't worried about their guards and centers? Like I don't
1: <laughs> don't know an Zion like <laughs> I think Zion Johnson is good, but I don't know if he uh is the number seven pick. Good. I will say, I think if the Giants would could trade down from seven, they probably would. And then they could take him, and it be. I can see that being a crazy. trade
0: down. They were one of the teams that I was thinking that would end up trading down, though, as well. That pick.
1: And the problem, like you said, the problem is just like who who wants to come up? I think like like Pittsburgh is would be the most likely Pittsburgh or the Saints that they love Willis. But, but yeah, I'm sorry, I don't want to crap on that pick too hard. But I just don't. Uh, that's bold. I've never I haven't seen Zion Johnson go that high in any mock draft that I've read. So I'll give you kudos on that one. Though you might be. Might be correct. I mean, I think he could be really good. So I'll give you kudos on that. Why don't you take me through? So I had Malik Willis going eight to the Falcons, just because I didn't I I thought like makes sense. He has such upside. Sit behind Mariota for a little bit it would be perfect. Rebuild. I don't know if they're actually gonna do that. They have so many needs, but uh and then I had Charles Cross, Drake London, Kyle Hamilton. So take take me through the rest of your top ten real quick. Or yeah, yeah. You, you can just go actually. Uh, sorry, I've been talking too much. You, you just keep going through the picks, and I'll stop you when I want to talk about one of them. All right,
0: all right. I like that. Okay. So at number eight, I also went quarterback with you. Um, I had Ooh. Desmond Ritter, though. So that's it, who I went at number eight. That was wow. my number eight, because I don't know if you guys remember my episode of quarterbacks. I, ha- I was really high on Desmond Ritter.
1: I also like Desmond Ritter more wow. than – I think he should go in the first round.
0: Yeah, so that was my pick. And then after Desmond Ritter – Seattle will not be getting a tackle, in my opinion. I think they're not even going to give Drew Locke a chance. <laughs> and that's where my next QB goes. And that will be Kenny Pickett going to Seattle.
1: Wow. So you had four QBs? In the, no, three. I can't you know, three, three QBs in the top ten. Wow. I mean, that would be something. People would be going crazy if that happens. I know.
0: I'm, I'm telling you, man. If I, if Mike Mayock was still out there not doing Raiders bullshit and making, I mean, give credit to him. He'd be finding those sixth round, seventh round gems still. So he's still doing his job. But and let me be the next Mike Mayock for ESPN. Let me make some like crazy, crazy mock drafts. But I mean, anyways. That would be
1: wild. Um, <laughs> I do think now. I do think that the Falcons and Seahawks are both teams. Sorry, I had to get a drink of water. I don't think what you're saying is crazy uh, that they – like those teams do need – like I think could draft quarterbacks, but I think what seems like people think they're going to do is trade back into the end of the first, uh, like Lamar Jackson style, so they can get the fifth year – because most – like these quarterbacks, I just don't think they're going to go that high. and like – so I think people will want to get ahead of Detroit at 32 because they could pick a quarterback maybe. And so people will be going in like that 25 to 31 range – I think you could see a couple QBs go there, and I do think Atlanta and Seattle could be the teams to trade up and get them after they make these picks, but they might go 8-9. and nine. So I think that's interesting. I like it. Uh, the Jalen mock draft is lit. If the actual draft goes like this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hi. All right, so keep, going.
0: keep so at going. Number 10, I have on the opposite side of the ball, since they did not get sauce, they will go ahead and get Derek Stingley. That makes so sense. That's what I thought the Jets would do. I think instead of getting a receiver, because I don't know what's going on with this whole Debo Samuel nonsense, I still think if the 49ers don't get him back, Jets will be a great front runner, even though it'd be a weird you know, move. I mean, not, none of us would see coming, but that's the only reason why I didn't go wide receiver for the Jets, even though that was my second thought, was get Zach Wilson his weapon. So that's why I see Drake London and I like it. Um, number 11, though, I have, instead of Kyle Hamilton, which is another player that I actually thought would be a perfect piece for Washington, but I thought, you got Carson Wentz, I was thinking you might as well give him no excuses and give him some help, so go ahead and give him Tyler Linderbaum, the center.
1: Ooh, I thought you were going to go, I thought you were leading that up to say receiver, Tyler Linderbaum. No, I'm thinking O line. I, like I don't think it'll go that high, but like I like Linderbaum. Like I wouldn't be mad.
0: I was thinking yeah, I was thinking interior O-lineman
1: on that one.
0: That's why. You get some because they did lose uh they just lost Sheriff, which some fans thought were overrated, but he was still a solid piece, regardless. So now we get to the projected trade that I got for my Vikings. Now I was looking at those projected trades and I was like, man, a lot of them were NFC teams. I couldn't stand like the saints. I saw one where we trade the saints and they get a QB. I was like, hell no. I would, I would hate for us to trade with the saints. So my bias kicked in and I said, I'll at least trade in with one of these AFC teams that I can bear. And that being the Ravens and I have the Ravens trading up with us to get Jordan Davis, which you have right here on yours. He, you didn't have to trade (laughs) up for him. But the main reason yeah. why I said get Jordan Davis now is because I thought, as you saw, you have an edge rusher in Houston. I was going to say Houston would have picked up Jordan Davis if Baltimore did it. Easily. So that's why I did that. So that's where that trade came in. And uh, at 14, I have the Vikings un- inevitably getting a corner and fashion right before the Eagles get Trent McDuffie. <laughs> So that's literally what I have on my list. The Vikings just swoop in and scoop them right before the Eagles can. So that's how my list looks like so far.
1: I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think – I have no problem Stingley 10. I had Stingley, the Vikings – I think the Vikings would be doing jumping, jumping for joy if Derek Stingley falls to them at 12. Yeah. So I had him on the board, so I thought – but, yeah, I think McDuffie makes sense. The Jordan Davis, whether they would trade up two spots? I mean, hey – it could happen just to get it to secure him. Like, I, I think him to Baltimore makes all the sense of the world. Uh, who'd you have to the Texans?
0: Oh, so instead the Texans did not end up getting, let's see, what pick are they? 13? 13. So, yeah, they ended up getting Kyle Hamilton. He was the one that's just been floating on my oh, list. So see, I was like, I the that. Tie rock, get that's that old Honey Badger show. vibe going there, you know? So be the next Honey Badger.
1: If the Texans walk out of the first round, if we're sitting here midnight on Thursday and the Texans got the Quanu and uh, Kyle Hamilton, I would say that's a pretty, pretty good way to start a rebuild. Yeah, (laughs) that's two two high potential prospects. I besides
0: the fact that their coach can barely coach, but yeah, because who's their coach again? I've got to remember this name. We were we were both questioning it. It was super low. Is it Hugh? Lovey Smith. It's Lovey Smith.
1: Oh, well, everyone
0: deserves a second chance.
1: Everyone does. <laughs> or, thir- or you know, a third or a fourth, fourth. chance. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, all right, so keep keep going. Take me through some of these later picks. Oh,
0: 16. Oh, the
1: picks 15 to 19, the stretch of Jalen's hated enemy.
0: Oh, yeah, 15, <laughs> 16, and 18, 19. Love the Chargers, but yeah, these next few picks, they're going to be actually pretty, pretty honest, though. Um, All right. So at 15, um, we were talking about it on our podcast before. Uh, I have them going linebacker with N'Kobe Dean, the dude that go, that Gabe was describing that goes everywhere. They watched some, they read into it. And when I did this mock draft, that's why I have him. Higher than we had them last time, so I said he, they, they go for Dean first in my opinion. Uh, number sixteen, I got the Saints also going at wide receiver, but they're going to go ahead and take Drake London before he stays in Cali, because imagine if Herbert got Drake London, that would be that'd be something else. So that's why, I, so I was like, I feel like the Saints would take him over Jameis Williams just because of the fact that Jameis Williams is hurt right now. Is kind of why he fell on my board. I have him getting drafted, but he does fall. Um, yeah. So the Chargers—they also get a receiver like you have. I got them getting Olave, so the other Ohio State wide receiver. Um, just in case if something happens to Mike Williams or Keenan Allen, they both are physical receivers. You know, then they get injured a lot, but have more weapons for for uh, my boy Herbo. Yeah. At number eighteen, part of Jalen's hated team list. Of the Eagles, I got Andrew Booth, so I got them going for corner. Like I said, just pretty much switched them around like he did here. Um,
1: have,
0: you have yeah. Devin Lloyd <laughs> at eight instead of, though. So he's still linebacker, though, so almost the same drift. And, One, uh, yeah, I was about to say, same position here, but just different person. I got Evan ne- Evan Neal at tackle for the Saints.
1: Evan Neal falling to, to 19.
0: Yeah, for the Saints, getting a big-name tackle to replace their old big name. So That would be
1: the same. If, Dude, I'm telling
0: you, this is like if everything falls dominoes perfectly well for every team. I figured it out. If Neil people Paul. were to find this podcast, they'd give them so much hope. <laughs> would give... If you were,
1: if, if you ended up like being accurate with some of this crazy stuff that you're saying, we could, we could get, we could become famous because you, you <laughs> might be the next great draft analyst. Uh, but no, I love it. I, for contact, I had Evan Neal going fifth to the Giants. You had him going 19th. I like it though. This is good. I like the spice. I want to, I want to hear keep it coming. I like right. your uh, You're giving you you're giving some good assessments for reasoning for each pick, too. Even the I one I have there. to, man.
0: I, I came with like a Madden mentality. That's what <laughs> like literally. If I was, you know how man has like draft needs. That's literally almost how I put my my thought into it, but also like a little bit more. I don't know. To, anyways. So this right. is where Avon Steel. Walker comes and finally gets drafted at That's number 20. <laughs>
1: 20. At 20. Like a one tomorrow, one, two days maybe. <laughs> no, now, I love
0: it. <laughs> now, I am a believer in Mitch Kolb. Um, hang on. This isn't right. That's what it is. This is actually a trade. I forgot to note this down in my notes. This is actually a trade. The 20 oh. spot is actually a trade. Okay. I have the Cowboys trading up with the Steelers at 20. So it's a 2024 swap um, I Um, at the Cowboys getting Tavon Walker, because that's just a huge name that's been thrown out in the media so much and everything. Why not give Micah Parsons? They lost a big name rusher. Go ahead and give that to the Cowboys. They'll be going nuts. You'll be feeding food to the, fuel to the flame of nothing. All
1: right. in that I
0: like um,
1: I realize you still had Evan Neal and Trayvon Walker not on the board yet. That's
0: Dude, okay. this list them. man i put some good thought into it
1: Jaylen, I mean, this has to be this has now got to be an annual episode i need to see Jay, the Jalen clean mock draft fire I like yes
0: it. thank you thank you all right so the patriots i agree they do get a wide receiver it will be the it'll be garrett wilson so a will flip-flop a there. So, you
1: know, we actually had them flip-flops yeah. Alave, i had a to the pats and wilson to the chargers good get the inverse. Oh, I yeah.
0: So I do agree that those Ohio state receivers will begin split to those two teams. Um, let's see. Where are we at? 22. Yeah. All right. So 22, this is where I have Jamison Williams come in. Yeah. He is injured right now, but I feel like because he's going to have that high potential, I feel like it's going to be something the Packers can't resist. So uh, he will be the best receiver on the board when he's healthy. And, there, and that's what I would be thinking, too, if, the, if I were the Packers, maybe die right. more as well. But I have him getting drafted later uh, to another team that I think if they got him would be pretty fun. Um, next, we got number 23, the Cardinals, the guy that I thought ca- that caused all our controversy at the end of our episode, George Karloffis. I got him going to to Carl
1: Carloftus uh, for a little while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the, he uh I was going to say things got a little intense around there last time, but he uh he's been he caught my eye and I thought, you know, add just more defensive weapons. They already were very well built on offensive side. In the range. If,
1: I can see but, that. That's in the range I have. I have Carloftus 27 to the box, so I could see it.
0: Yeah, just add on. I feel like he'll just be a piece to add on to an incredible defensive team. Him being on, onto the Bucks would be just, you know, another piece being added onto a good team. Now yeah. you're Steelers. So now they pushed them back to the 24 spot and they still will get their guy, Matt Corral.
1: Matt Corral? To the, yeah. I hope I'm not their guy, but it might, it could be.
0: It could be, and that's who I think they will get because a lot of QBs were off this board. Give like them time it. to sit behind the great Mitch Trubisky. I think. <laughs> it'll, I think. Now, don't get me wrong, Colby. You probably think, "Geez, this guy really just shot me in the foot here with yeah. this take." Nah, I think I actually do think Matt Corral being an SEC QB. I think he, he he had to fight through that adversity. I think he'll go ahead. He might show some good colors, especially in a system with Tomlin. They'll take good care of him in, in Pittsburgh. So I trust I trust in that one. Number 25, the one that you were probably not expecting, running back. <laughs> right?
1: this is where, this is where uh, he is i'll give I'll, I'll give you this i think if any of these teams at the back end of the first round took a running back it would be the bills
0: and this is who me and christian both agreed that they the bills would take a running back i think he has a different running back coming at number 25. i took bryce hall, um, hall. From, uh, yeah from your clones yes, go, go baby yes he that sir
1: back in the draft i think
0: i saw the Very i saw well, those I highlights been. man those it's he's a he's something else so that's the only reason why i am a huge fan of the running back and I can't believe that even one would be taken in the first round and the bills fit that team description to take one perfectly them in the Bucks, but you know, Bucks have already Leonard Fournette they'll probably keep them, but you know, fresh legs for Tom is always good. So All right.
1: if you want to run through, uh, can you tell me a little bit about, uh, this next week I'm gonna run. I got to pee real quick. I'll be back in like two seconds.
0: All right. So while he's gone, folks, I'm going to go ahead and roll through these. So at my 26, he got his eye on Johnson. I got Kenyon Green. Um, so we both went guard. So nothing to go there. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if the Titans do try and find a way to spice up their draft by sending a flare later on in the draft and quarterback. But not going to think that's going to happen. I think they're going to stick with Tannehill. Uh, then we got a 27. I have Devontae Wyatt, the D lineman. He has George Karloftis, like he spoke earlier, going at, to the Bucks. So we're both thinking defense there. At 28, I got Bernard Ryman at the tackle, and he's got Tyler Linderbaum going in the center. So both of us agree the Packers will stack up and build up their O-line. Um, we both agree that Sky Moore... Wow, this is a pick that I didn't get down to. We both matched on Sky Moore for the, for the Chiefs. Uh, probably, right. oh, there he is. Yeah, there he is. I was about to say.
1: Right. Uh, I, I he would hard be glad to that. hear
0: that. We got a couple matches there, Cole. Um,
1: I, I, I like Sky Moore a lot.
0: Yeah, we got Sky Moore. We both agree position-wise from Card Loftus, from actually Zion Johnson all the way to Sky Moore, we're agreeing. Did you have so it so, at
1: 26?
0: Um. I just position-wise, I have uh, Kenyon Green. Uh, oh, yeah. Guard.
1: Kenyon Green, they're the top two guards, him and Zion, I would say. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so that's who I put out there. And then I also agreed that they had O-line for the Packers. I got, what's it called? Bernard Ryman. But Bernard. back to what I was saying. Number 30, Travis Jones, D-lineman. Ooh, I you can see corner. that.
1: Like that. Yeah, I went Kyrie Elam. I like Travis Jones. I had him just outside the first round in, in mind, but I would have picked it. I actually did a two-round mock draft when I did this one. Oh. Uh, I don't know where the second round results are, though. <laughs> I have to find them on the picture. But, yeah, I, I like Travis Jones. I can see it.
0: All right. And then I got Devin Lloyd at the, for the linebacker at 31. So, more defensive help for the, for the Bengals. Bad news for you, but, you know. And then, last but not least, thirty-two. You have a corner. I'm actually going to stick with our take as a group. I do think the Lions will go quarterback, and that's where Sam How. Yeah, I was about to say that's where I have Sam How. End it with a bang. He's going to try and think he's the boss. his natal, and it's just not going to ever happen. So, in my opinion, this can, I can I can sit here and I can see the wrath coming now, five years from now, from that take. But right now, I'm confident in that.
1: No, I like that that was a spicy mock draft. I wasn't expecting all those twists and turns but i I enjoyed that that was great My, mine yours yours was definitely more uh, more fun than mine mine uh, so yeah then I had Craig Ky- Loom to the Chiefs Arnold Natty edge from Penn State to the Bengals and I had Daxon Hill who's like a corner safety hybrid who I actually think might like go a little higher than this I like Daxon Hill a lot corner because he just because he's versatile you he can play safety or you can be a slot corner whatever you need him to be. Um, the Lions needed defense, as I said. But yeah, no, I like that. I mean, that, that was a fun exercise. Um, so just as we get ready to wrap it up here, I mean, those are both our mock drafts. We'll compare wh- which pick, which drafts now. We have three official draft boards we can track. Which one do you think will get the most correct picks? Mine, yours, or the group consensus?
0: Uh, Dude, I, if I were to be honest, I have a lot of faith. I hate to say that there's no no quarterbacks coming out like that, you know, just coming off the board. I'm pretty sure you don't have that many QBs coming off the board in yours either. Yeah, three. I don't think – we don't have that many coming off in our group one either.
1: Two, I think. I saved that one too. Let me pull it up. I was about to
0: say, I don't know if that one is also higher, but I'm going to go with the one that has the lowest amount of quarterbacks because I do agree that I think a lot of teams are going to just sit back on these QBs that's the narrative that
1: I've just been hearing yeah I, I'll be interested to see what happens um here we go here's the group one yeah I don't think a lot of the QBs are going to go early I I will be very um well this, this would be a good thing to end it on but so yeah I think in my I, th- I still think it'll be like three though because I do think I just think they're going to be later like teams coming up into the back end of the first to get them See, so yeah, this is our group. We only had – yeah, we had, Actually, we had two. yeah, I
0: like our group one, three as well. We had, yeah. we
1: had three, yeah. I didn't even realize we still had Ritter to the Steelers. I forgot about that. So, we had Malik, Ritter. So we had no Kenny Pickett in the first round of, of our group. I had him at six in mind.
0: You're just a little Pittsburgh crazy, that's all.
1: I think uh, he's going to go six anymore, but I, I put it when I made this. So we'll see. I think this is very, uh, very interesting. Karloftis 26. Oh, we had Sky Moore going 29 in this one, too. So we all three, all three, if Sky Moore goes 29 to the Chiefs, they all three go hit on that one.
0: That's a guaranteed hit that we're projecting.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson, Ike McQuanu, I think are the only ones that were the same across all three.
0: Yep. I was about to say, I have, we all have McQuanu as well. Ooh, Darren Jackson we all Jackson have- spelled yeah, out. Yeah. Oof.
1: That's, that's yeah, I'm up. Uh But yeah. that's about it, right? Yeah. Well, I was yeah. going to say, I want to end to wrap up the draft part of this episode and to, to finish this one up. We kind of gave some bold takes, everything there. So I feel like since we are, at the end of the day, fans, at the after going through your mock draft and reading and looking a little bit more about the players, um Two nights from now, who would you be most happy with the Vikings realistically that they could realistically get uh, coming away with after Thursday night? Who would be – out of all these guys, what would be your best-case scenario for the Vikings?
0: Um, I know at the beginning when we were first talking about Combine and stuff, huge fan of Jordan Davis, but the Vikings have built their D-line in the free agency this past um, offseason. So – that was my initial guy. Realistically, if sauce were the fall to me, obviously be jumping with joy, but that's not going to happen. So yours had Stingley coming to us, the second best. I'd be happy with Sting. I That's who I would be helping for would be Stingley or Kyle Hamilton to throw right next to Harrison Smith.
1: Kyle Hamilton would also be would be a nice master.
0: So those would be the two pieces that I would be going for.
1: I like that. No, I, I think that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I'm gonna say for me, at this point, the more I've thought about it, the best case scenario for the Steelers, I would say, is uh, Malik Willis. You get him. Obviously, best case scenario is he falls all the way to 20, and you don't have to give up anything to get him. Uh, I think realistically, they might have to go up at least around into like the teens. Um, but that's my best case scenario: is Malik Willis falls far enough that the Steelers either draft him with their pick or they don't have to give up a ton to go up and get him. I do I not want – I would not give up our one next year to go up and get Malik Willis. But if we can get him without doing that, I think it's the move. Because I feel like it's a perfect situation because he can sit behind Mitch. It'll be Mitch's team for a year because Malik is, is very raw. That that would be my best-case scenario. I was about uh, to say,
0: having Mitch on that free trial really helps, man. That's why I really – that's why I feel like getting the QB is not the worst thing. That's why I was – like, that's why I thought, you know, Matt Corral wouldn't be the worst pick for you guys either. It's just because he's almost – I feel like he's a gunslinger, so someone to just give him time to contain that gunslinger mentality and yeah. teach him the t- playbook and just pan him in, you know. But I exactly. also think, like you said, if you guys get Malik, will Malik, That's that would be a perfect scenario, especially give him time to just learn from Tomlin like that's probably Tomlin's best scenario I mean sucks to suck for uh what's his name's case Cameron uh Najee Harris he'll probably miss one year With well, he has to play a year with Trubisky but Najee
1: I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna like Trubisky like Trubisky I do
0: too no I'm you we both agree that we both you know I'm a huge Mitch fan of that move I love Mitch
1: it's like yeah it's like I do too I I like the pickup it's like it wasn't flashy, but, I, like, it makes me feel at least a little safer at night. It, at the very least, I know that Mason Rudolph will not be rock, rocking out there week one, <laughs> which was my biggest fear. And, like, Gabe was saying, like, when I had them picking Ritter uh, when we did the group episode, he was like, oh, you don't believe in Mitch. I was like, I do, like, for what – but I also know what Mitch is. Like, I believe that he can have a, sol- a pretty good year this year and, like, have us in the playoff hunt. But I also know that his ceiling is just not that high. So yeah. at some point you're going to have to draft a QB. It would Be perfect if it's someone like Willis who can sit behind Mitch would be a great. I feel like a great. Mitch would be capable of like being a mentor. I don't think he would throw a fit or anything. He was just a backup.
0: That's I exactly my thought process. So. Yeah.
1: All that's right. I well, that I was going to say. That's we'll wrap it up. We'll see if any of these predictions come right. Excited. We are going to try to do uh, a. Live reactions to draft night. I know you have work, so you might be hopping in a little late. Uh,
0: Just a little late, but we're going to have guests on here to fill in the void. Until then, I'll probably miss like one picks one, two, and three, because they always take a long time with the whole ceremony and all the flashes and all that. So all the bonanza, but after that, then I'll be probably in. So
1: So stay tuned for that. Good talking with you today, Jalen. That was some good stuff.
0: Yeah, good stuff as always, Cole oh wait i'm recording
1: (laughs) gotta keep that in
0: (laughs) thank you for listening to the cj jc show for more content check out the website or follow us on spotify or other social platforms for more quote-unquote unbiased takes